Goodbye, University. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Friday Fling with Ming at GVU. Today, we have Anne Bolander, and she is the Clarity Alchemist. Um, I think what we'll do is we'll have Anne talk a little bit about um, what it is that she does. I know she gave at least five or seven free readings to members of GVU, which was very awesome. And then um, we'll have some sharing from some of you guys who actually got readings and share how it's impacted you. I know for me, um, I had Anne do a reading for me, and she connected to my fairies, which was pretty awesome because when I connected to the fairies, they said the exact same thing that Anne told me. So, Anne, you heard my fairies very clearly. Um, So, with that, Anne, I will let you talk about what it is that you do, and I want you to talk about um, your spirit guides and goddesses and how they come in. Oh, okay. Um, my pleasure. So I wanted to start off by saying hi, everyone, to those who I've met before. Nice to hear or see you again. And to those who I haven't met yet, my name is Anne Bolander. Um, I'm, as Ming said, a clarity alchemist. And what that is basically is I draw on several different energy streams basically, to help people gain clarity in their lives. I've been using tarot now for a few years and have discovered the incredible power that tarot has in being able to help provide clarity, not just for myself, but for others. And when I combine that with um, the law of attraction, that kind of thing, it really does, I find, it's almost like it exponentially impacts the, the benefit that you get from both of them. And recently, I have been um, certified as a Reiki practitioner, and hopefully going forward very soon to get my um, Reiki master certification. And I'm finding that with Reiki, it kind of amps up all of that energy around the tarot, around law of attraction, around channeling, around anything. And it just Mm. makes it so, it's so much fun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that's what I do. Um, and Ming, you said you wanted me to talk a little bit about my spirit guides. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're doing your readings, I noticed on the ones that you did for GBU, you had sometimes an archangel come in and sometimes goddesses would come in. Um, so, and th- talk about a little bit about who your, your guides and goddesses are, and then we'll move from there. Okay. So... I've discovered over the last few years that my guardian angel is somebody that I have been connected with for a very long time. So she was the first first spirit guide that I actually connected with. And it was so funny when I first connected with her. Um, I had somebody else with me who was also connecting with her at the same time. And we both got the image of her kind of sitting there saying, well, it's about time. So I gather she's been there with me for most of my life. I just didn't realize it. So she's there. Um, I've also got uh, my grandmother, who Mm. I never really knew, but her spirit is there, who's sort of guiding me and helping me. She provides the sort of unconditional love aspects of what I'm trying to create at this point. Um, I have an Orisha, which is like a voodoo princess, 
who comes to me in the form of Black Panther energy when I need that energy. I have an owl and a horse who've been with me forever. And I think when the owl first came to me, again, I was told just recently when the owl first came to, to me, she came along with the goddess Athena. But again, it was one of those relationships that I didn't realize the goddess Athena was there because I just wasn't tuned in metaphysically. Um, but I know that, that looking back over my life, I can see where her guidance, their guidance has helped me so much through my life. So the owl and the horse, I've got um, four fairies who like to help out. So I've got my fairies here around me at the moment who are here helping me with this call. Um, I have a fire dragon, a water dragon, and I've also recently noticed that I have a farm gnome who's come in to help out as well. So those are my main, that's my crew. Those are my group. And I've also recently connected with the goddess Morrigan, who basically is the main goddess that I connect with now. So that's, nice. that's my group. A farm gnome. Wow. Farm gnome, yes. <laughs> His name's Tricky. <laughs> <laughs> that is very interesting. Yeah, okay. I realized that, or discovered that farm gnomes apparently, farm gnomes and fairies apparently are very common in the area that I live in. Um, so mm. I'm not surprised to see them coming in to see me every once in a while. So that's, that's interesting. I'm connected with. Yeah, that's interesting. You actually have four fairies. I mean, you know you have four. <laughs> well, I've met four. I mean, there could be others there as well, but it's the four that I've met who I tend to work with most. That's cool. That's very, mm. very cool. So part of the series is why I wanted Anne here is she's an example of someone who has stepped into her authentic self or stepped into the divine gifts that I had spoken about a couple of months ago, that when we step into our divine gifts, the universe backs us. So it's, it's, uh, it's been awesome to watch Anne's gifts unfold over the last few months and, um, and see the magic that, that comes with that. So um, with that being said, um, is there someone on the call that would like to share a little bit about their reading that they got? I know, I don't know if um, Sotarel's here because I know she had to leave. I, I am here. You're here. Awesome. Okay. I am. So yes. Gonna, Sorry. I was. I'm gonna, I had a little trouble with the number, but it worked. Thank, oh, great. I'm glad you're here. I wanted to get you uh, a chance to share because I know you have to leave at 25 after. So, mm-hmm. um, so tell us a little bit about your reading and what, what was the most exciting part for you that unfolded for you? Well, um, it, it was, it was fascinating that, um, I, I wasn't it, the. You, you, she was talking about sort of naming the the, the the personages who are around her, the the fairies and the dragons and the whoever. And I was sort of thinking, well, who's it going to be? <laughs> and, um, and my reading was focused through um, Athena, mm. and uh, which which is a, a figure that sort of resonated as serious business for me. <laughs> like this is you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get serious we're gonna do these things and um there it it was um very much about um about i'm 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 in a period of transition and it was the reading was very much about transition mm-hmm. um and about what i wasn't expecting was that it was um about letting things go 
And I've actually been thinking about that a lot since I had the reading. Mm. Um, and it's been an interesting, an interesting um, sort of turning over what, what it means in the context of who she is and who I am. Thing. Ah. Um, and um, I, I tend to think of letting things go in terms of things I don't want to let go. Um, mm-hmm. But in this case, the way the way Anne built it, thinking, well, this is this is really this isn't about this isn't necessarily about things I have to let go but don't want to. This sounds more like things I don't think of myself as holding on to that I wish would go away. Mm. So, um, so that's been something I've been meditating about a lot. That's cool. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, it's interesting. It's very, very optimistic. Yeah, that's good. I love how, mm-hmm. you know, it just unfolded for you. And, and the, the thing about readings that are fun is, like, it's not just a reading per se and, like, you know, someone just telling you something, but when it really <clears throat> resonates with you, right, and then things mm-hmm. in your life just start opening up and or you're connecting to a new goddess or, you know, or this goddess is actually connecting to you, right? So mm-hmm. she's like, she's wanting to guide you and to give you some guidance. And, and I think that's awesome. So when we open up to that realm, you know, and they just keep, it just keeps opening up for us. I mean, what do you think, Anne, when you were doing the reading? I, yeah, exactly. The thing, the, the common theme that seemed to go through the readings that I did, these are the readings that I've done. First, the serious readings that I've done since I've gotten the Reiki um, assignment. Um, the thing about these readings, the, the themes seem to be very much how people, how these these goddesses, the archangels, can help the individuals connect to their authentic self. So yeah, Santorell, there was this sense of there being a very seriousness to these readings, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I think what these readings are doing are merely their pointers, showing you what what your options are. Um, mm. And basically trying to instigate some kind of almost a catalyst to help you move on to the next step that will really help open up your life along the authentic path, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love that. I love that it's this option, you know, they're, they're there to give us options and we can choose to, you know, where we want to go and we have guides if we need them and we can ask for help and I love that. So thank you, Safarel. I'm so glad you shared. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Anne. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. I'm going to be because it's okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Who else would like to share? Sarah, you want to share? I want to hear you. Hi, this is Sarah. (laughs) Hi, Sarah. Um, You know, I, yeah, just I would love for you to share what you shared with me when we were on the phone together. It's, it's a little bit. No, Anne hasn't even heard oh. this, but oh, you know, hi, Anne. First, of, yeah, that's um, hi, um, yeah. So I was talking with Ming earlier this week. I guess a couple days ago. I have been, um, I, I would say, new to like archangels and fairies and other beings, and I was actually really getting. Um, so much out of it as I was trying to communicate or feel their presence. But I hit a roadblock because I kind of felt like I was kind of contemplating, like, what's the difference between 
um, the, like a kind of genuine spiritual advancement and like um, being committed to a psych ward, you know. So <laughs> I, I began to, I was, one of the reasons that I wanted to talk to Ming was because she, now I don't know Ming really, but she seems really sane to me, <laughs> like in a, in a, you know, and, and so the people in my life, I don't feel like I can really open up to about this, but I can say that I feel like um, that even more so, I mean, I can, I can try to like project this onto other people, but really it has to kind of do with my own fear. I think like I get scared and for some reason, even though my experiences as I've done meditations with archangels in particular have been incredibly loving and, um, and have been transforming me. It's like, I think when I get out of my head, if I look at it from the way I might see someone else look at it, I start to think, am I just in some kind of weird, you know, one step away from, you know, going down the rabbit hole, you know? So that's what I was mm-hmm. talking with Ming about. I, Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That was such an enjoyable call. So tell us a little bit about your reading and what was what about your reading was amazing to you and opened up to you. Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, Anne, thank you so much for doing this. I, I really appreciate it. Um, thank you. So my the core of my reading, it was interesting because as I was looking through it, I thought, oh, she must just write this for everybody. This is no, this is exa- just exactly my life. How would she possibly know this? Like this is, it was an absolute reflection of what has been going on for me. And um, the kind of, the, the way I would describe it is that, okay, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, I have a lot of different interests and I'm really, something that's really important to me is creativity. And so, uh, and, and one of the things that I've been opening to, uh, kind of without intending to, has been this path of how I'm going to really bring into the world what it is that I'm meant to create and about what the kind of topic and what the medium is going to be. And in my job, I've been able to um, open up to a lot of new creative opportunities, and I'm really on the job, like, learning. I have, like, a kind of a covert, covert like, second job where, yeah, I do my job, but I'm able to really direct it in the way that my tasks in ways that are teaching me about other ways of expressing myself. I know that sounds probably vague. So this reading was talking about me being in a place of, I I would say, developing a skill or like turning a skill I have into like a business um, or a career. And Mm -hmm. the archangel that was brought up was like, what for me? Because I did not know this archangel um, with Mm -hmm. with Ariel. may also be pronounced Ariel. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But um, Mm -hmm. I was like, who is this? You know, that was like the most, like, I got to check this this archangel out because I don't, I mean, I'm no archangelologist, so I can't say <laughs> that it would be surprising that I would hear someone that I don't know, but I was just like, hmm. So then, I, you know, I was trying to find information about this archangel because so I thought, okay, let me, let me, like, get a sense of her vibe or, like, what her deal is, or I didn't even know if it was a male or female, but, um, and it's probably both. But I so then I was reading about um, how oftentimes like the lion is associated with her, and there were mm. uh, all of a sudden you know just knowing that little tidbit, all of these different um, as I was trying to open up to her to be like hey here I am you know whenever you want to get together, um, then I started like the lion started coming in like and it mm. could be because that week like one of my sons was learning the letter L at school and so there was like a <laughs> series of like covering pages with lion after lion. 
Then on the cartoon, there would be a lion. Then there wow. was a, a number of other things where it was like, oh, okay, um, I'm just going to be like, okay, there you are. And after my call with Ming, after I was talking about my fear of going crazy, was <laughs> I was driving in the car and I was like, oh, Ariel's like my co-pilot right now. It's helping me nice. navigate this. Like I really felt it and I started to, I had a clear image of what her presence was. Um, wow. So, you know, I could go on and on about this, but those were like the two, I guess the first thing is, is that it was such a clear, the reading was a real clear reflect, reflection for me about a new beginning in my life, um, wow. a path. And, and, and really the goal being with Ariel or in general in my life, but when I'm, I'm going to try to open up to a let her do is to, I, I can tend to kind of thinking over analyze things um, mm-hmm. as maybe you can even, I don't know if I'm going on too long here, but um no that I, it, it's kind of like this idea that there are these blocks for me that are stopping me that have to do with maybe my sense of value or abundance or whatever about myself. And I don't even know what those things are. And I can try to think my way into figuring them out. Like I could just self-reflect all weekend in my head. And that's not really a good place for me to go. So the thing I'm going to really work on, like try to do with Ariel, um, is be like, okay, you go in and you take care of this. And then I'm just going to try to connect with you and more will be revealed. So I love that. I love that, Sarah. I love that so much. And I love all the synchronicity, right? The lion, the lion, the lion. I had a lion, I had a lion come in um, when I was visiting Jeanette. It was it's so cool. I, I love that. I'm glad you're open to seeing the synchronicities too, because, I think when we're open to that, you'll see even more. You know what I mean? And I'm sure Archangel Ariel is going to continue to um, really give you some clarity. I love that. What do you think, Anne? Yeah, Sarah, there's two things I was thinking I wanted to mention to you um, here. First one is that feeling of a step away from being committed, I think, is one that everyone has who starts into this metaphysical realm because what (laughs) starts to open up is stuff that, I mean, I know I've sent so many emails to Ming um, while I've been going through this process and saying, Ming, is this, am I, am I dreaming? <laughs> is this so real? Does this make sense? <laughs> because there's such a feeling of, well, is it my imagination or is it, um, how, do I, how do I react to it? I mean, how do I respond to it? So, yeah, I know that feeling of, like, just where, where does all of this fit into my sanity kind of, kind oh. of situation. Um, and the second point I kind of wanted to make is Archangel Ariel. She's my one of my favorite archangels. She's been uh-huh. she was with me for about four or five years, helping me through some really rough financial situations. And she's somebody who, when I when I envision her, I see her basically surrounded in this pink energy, pink glow. She has mm-hmm. for me that kind of very soft, very easy, yet at the same time very much. Uh, we're going to get this done kind of an, mm. an energy with her. So she was certainly one who was really um, enjoyable for me to work with when I was doing your reading. That's beautiful. I love that. That's awesome. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Yom, you want to share next? Yeah, no problem. Oops, hang on. Yours was, your, your reading was awesome. I loved I loved your feedback on the email. Yeah, okay, yeah, so, no problem. Right, yeah, first of all, thank, thank you, Anne, for, for the reading. I really enjoyed the reading. 
Um, I'm going to sh share this first before um, saying anything else. Um, I s sent an email to both Anne and Ming on on the um, on the arch on the on my goddess who's called um, Bridget B R I G I D, and what it was I have I've got a friend in America. Uh, she lives in Connecticut. Um, both me and her are photo readers, and we always have a photo reading Skype call every Fridays. And um, when I got the reading, when I got the um, name Bridget, I went on the Google search to search to see what she looks like and uh, there were several several different pictures of her so I just went with one that resonates with me and I picked it out and then when uh, not last week but the previous week when we had um, when we had um, our photo uh, reading Skype call she showed me her doing virtue um, goddesses cards and the she picked these, these, the picture of Bridget was the exact picture I picked out on the internet which I kept on my laptop, and because what I normally do um, every since I got reading every every day for about five minutes, maybe more, I will look into um, Bridget's eyes just to um, just to uh, as a way of trying to connect with her more. Because mm. you know, if I keep doing it, then I um, I can be able to connect with her more. Nice, that's yeah. beautiful. You know. Guillaume, I've had Bridget actually appear to me a couple of times. She's a, an extremely powerful goddess. Yeah, um, she's, a, she's a warrior goddess, and she's, she was actually the one that appeared to me before the Morrigan, and she was the one that told me to get off the sidelines. And I was kind of like, get off the sidelines? Am I on the sidelines? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I was on the sidelines, but she has actually made me even stand up even more this year, as you guys probably all can see, but it was Bridget that that actually came in. So mm. I was I was excited to see that she had come to you too, because she is definitely your powerhouse. So, yeah. what do you, right, Anne? Have you worked with Bridget? Um, I haven't actually worked one on one with Bridget, but I know during this reading, Guillaume, the energy that came through. It's funny. Each individual reading, each individual engineer spirit guide has a very distinct energy signature and with Bridget hers is very much um, a very assertive not necessarily aggressive but very forceful um, so yeah I can see her if you were to allow her if you were to follow her um, she will take you where you need to go uh, mm -hmm. with with no sort of no hesitation whatsoever that is for definite sure yeah <laughs> Um, I want to obviously when when um, Anne gave me the reading, um, I would say looking at it, about ninety percent of it, it definitely resonates with me. Mm. Uh, and what I believe in summary, when I, when I think about the whole thing, what is telling me that um, I can have whatever I want? Um, but I've, I've, I think probably she's asking me to ask her to help me. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to try do my best. So I do my best to to um, connect with her more, and obviously, obviously looking at her her picture picture of her, you know, for five minutes a day or maybe more, just looking to her eyes and then just uh, see what, when she eventually will um, communicate clearly with me. Yes, I'm sure she will. I mean, uh, the, the difference between working with goddesses and archangels is, has has been a huge experience for me. Um, I know that when you work with a goddess, it's like they don't, you know, they don't mess around. So 
it's kind of like yeah. when you're open to them, you know, though, but she'll, she'll show you, she'll show you what needs, what you need to do. And what's awesome is having one on your side, let me tell you. So yeah. <laughs> it's, Definitely. uh, it's, 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 it's fun stuff. Let me tell you, it, it's fun. I, I can't wait to hear more about Bridget and you. So yeah. thank you. Sure, there's more you to come. Sorry, I just wanted to mention, if I could, Guillaume, that the one thing, you mentioned that there's about 90% of the reading that basically resonated with you. Um, the one thing I did want to mention about the readings are that they're like any kind of communication. They're mediated through me. I'm merely the channel that pulls them through. And it's one of the reasons why I put the pictures of the cards that I pull in the reading, so that you can actually take a look at the cards. And what I've, what I've written about the cards may trigger something that you see in the cards that I haven't noticed. So if you do go back over the reading, my recommendation would be for you to, while you're reading the words, look at the picture as well and just see if there's something else that gets triggered for you that maybe I didn't pick up on when I did the original reading. Okay, all right. That's great. Thanks for the advice. Yeah. Brilliant. Mm. That's true about readings. Um. You know, I save all of mine, and sometimes when I go out, I'll look back at it, and I'll write, you'll see something that yep. you didn't see before, and it probably, you weren't ready for it, or, you know, or you, it's like just timing, it's, you'll go back. I, I go back lots of times to, to old readings, and I'm like, oh, wow, you know, I never saw that before, or you're just meant to see it now. So that, that's a good point, Anne, about, you know, looking back. Okay, that's great. Yeah. So, anybody else want to share about the reading? I don't know who else is on. Well, I had a reading with Anne in through the other group that we're all in, and it was amazing. Actually, I had two, and both of them were amazing. Um, the one that that hit me the the most was the one where she, um, I wasn't sure if I was. Um, being contacted by a, a certain goddess, it was Morgan, and she did a reading, and it was like, oh, yes, you are, and you need to do this, this, and this, and I did everything she suggested in her reading, and it has been amazing. I mean, I'm in contact with this goddess all the time now, and I feel very comfortable and at peace with it, and it was, it, the pivotal time was Anne's reading. It, it helped me so much. Thank you, Anne. Again. Oh, you're very welcome, Leslie. I really appreciated being here. I had fun doing it. Those readings that I did back at that point was before I actually had the um, the Reiki attunement. So those readings were a little bit um, lighter, a little bit easier, uh, and I was connecting with a whole bunch of other kind of different different spirit guides at that time as well. But I'm really glad that yours. I mean, Morgan, because she's one of my favorites and because I work with her as well, she comes through and, again, this, the energy for her. I mean, she she's somebody that when she's on your side, she's on your side 1,000 <laughs> Oh, she's that is wonderful. Right. She, is, she is awesome. She is awesome. And I feel her all the time. I don't see her like y'all talk about seeing um, these entities. I feel them. I feel oh. them, and I know they're there. I saw her once, but it was sort of an emergency situation, and I asked a point-blank question, and I saw her. But <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> that's the only time. Yeah, I told you about that, yeah. Well, the interesting thing about connecting with guides like this is that not everyone's going to see them. Um, one of the things that, that is really quite intriguing is that each person has their own 
in the physical sense, we have our own learning style where uh, we have one learning style that's dominant, although there may be seven or eight other learning styles um, that we connect with also on a regular basis. The same thing holds true with the metaphysical self. We have a dominant way of being able to connect with these spirit guides. Not everyone is going to see a spirit guide. Not everyone is going to hear a spirit guide. I certainly don't see them. I don't even really hear them. I'm claircognizant, which means that for me, when I connect, I channel, I download. So I get this incredible sort of um, other images popping into my head or thoughts popping into my head, completely out of the blue, completely different from anything else that I was thinking of beforehand. And that's when I know that I'm being connected by one of my spirit guides or by Morgan or by my guardian angel. So don't think when you're doing, when you're connecting with these guides that you have to see them or even hear them. There are so many other ways that they could reach out to you and connect with you that it's really, it, it, it's your style that you need to kind of look at and see how it works for you. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's very true. It's also a muscle that you use. The more you use it, the stronger it gets. Um, when I first was uh, connecting to angels and fairies, I I didn't see anything. I and I would is more of a sensation. But now, as time's gone on, I see them and I can hear them. But I think it's just um, and it's trusting. It's trusting what you're getting too, because um, sometimes um, I'll get a sense of something and it's like, then mm, I kind of second guess, but Usually, you know, we, we keep trust what's coming in. But, um, yeah, it's true. It's like those claircognizant and clairvoyant and all those clairs. Everybody's different. So I would just encourage everyone to keep practicing with that because um, I think as we keep practicing, it, those clairs can get stronger and can come in. So, but that's a good right, point. The yeah, more you practice, the more, the more the different clairs can come in as well. So yes. even though I'm claircognizant, the more I keep processing, the more I catch glimmers of visions of, of mm-hmm. what I'm, you know, these entities as well. So yeah, just don't don't give up on this if you feel that you're not seeing it. Therefore, it's not you're not doing it right. It it's just sort of try different ways of being able to connect. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, did everybody share that wanted to share? Maybe so. Does anybody have any questions? Or, hey, Anne, maybe you can share with us, um, you had told me you had had some other metaphysical experiences. Would you like to share a couple of those? Because they're, they're pretty kind of interesting. Uh, you mean with Loki? Loki and Chiron. Uh, and Yes. Oh, right. Chiron. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry, I'm just reading the message. Um, Nancy's asking, will I do a live reading on the call? Probably not. I don't have my cards right here with me. I mean, at some point, maybe in the future, if we want to do a live reading, we can certainly sort of look at it. Anyway, I just thought I'd mention that. Um, yes, my experiences. Um, start with, with Loki, I think. Um, Actually, no, let's start with, with, with um, Cryon. I had a reading done by somebody who is, is an absolute uh, brilliant psychic. 
um, who's just sort of starting out in this game, but she was really able to to connect with me, and she provided me with this message. Now, the thing that that um, my focus is on is on channeling, and it's something that I've been developing for quite a while. And when I first started thinking about this idea of being a channeler, the first thing I kept thinking of was this idea of being a trans channeler, like um, like with Abraham or some of the others. But for me, it was more like I was connecting through channeling to the cards, and that seemed to be my gateway into the realm of channeling. So for me, it was more and more just simply connecting and relying on the cards and also the pendulum in order to get these downloads of information and channel the information that I was being given. But when I met with the psychic, when we had our session, one of the things that she said to me was that Kion was trying to get in touch with me. Actually, she asked if I'd been connected to or contacted by an ascended master at that point, and I said, not yet. And she said, well, mm-hmm. basically they're saying what you need to do is open your eyes and your ears, your spiritual eyes and your ears here. And then she passed me on this message from Cryon, who basically said, dear Anne, thank you for welcoming me. I want mm. to give you a present. I manifest my energy through crystals, the crystals of Cryon, and you will be able to channel divine messages through these. That was about um, a month ago. And before then, I was also getting these messages that what I needed to do was to actually try doing more spirit writing. And spirit writing is where basically it's stream of consciousness writing where you ask a question and uh-huh. you start basically writing for a certain amount of time, basically nonstop for 10, 20 minutes. Uh-huh. And this is apparently the one way that I'm supposed to be able to connect with Cryon at this point. That's something that I've been trying to kind of work my way into. It's it sort of, again, one of those situations where I think I sent you an email saying, I never thought I'd actually be saying this to anyone, but <laughs> I had someone <laughs> contact me. <laughs> wow. So it's, it's one of those things where I'm now sort of working on doing this on a regular basis of doing that kind of spirit writing. And what's interesting about this is I watched that um, documentary called Tune Me In. I don't know if you've or have seen it or heard of it. I know some here on the call have actually have seen it. Um, the documentary tuning in is all about there are I think five or six channelers who are on in this documentary. And at one point they talk about how they were connected, how they got connected to the entity that they they they, they channel. Daryl Ankin is one the person who channels Bashar. The person who channels Cryon was also on the documentary. The documentary, Mindy, is called Tuning In, mm-hmm. and I think you can find it on YouTube. But mm-hmm. what surprised me was that in each case, they were talking about having had similar kind of contact from who it was they were channeling as what I received uh, from Kion. So I'm kind of thinking, well, I should probably get busy and get doing some of this um, spirit writing so I can connect a little bit more strongly with Kion. So that's sort of my next big project. And what he gave me was um, two crystals that I can use to meditate on, which will help open up the connection between the two of us. So that's, like I said, the next big project that I'm working on. So that was my experience connecting with Cryon. And at around the same time, I've had a couple of dreams, and I'm somebody who never remembers dreams. I don't know about you guys, but for me... I sleep like a log. I know I've had the dreams when I wake up the next morning, but trying to remember even bits and pieces, it's like they're fogged. They disappear. But this one was incredibly clear, and I remembered it the next morning. 
And it was basically that I was being escorted into um, a building which was like a house made for giants. Mm. And I was, because I'm, I'm basically fairly shy, I was hiding in the corners in the shadows. And the spirit that sort of guided me into the house left. And I was there alone in this great big, huge house. Wow. And off to the side, there were two giants that were talking, a male and a female. Um, and they were laughing and having a lot of fun. And they were sort of like a bit thing back and forth. And the male giant noticed me. And he sort of took me by the hand and guided me over to the window. And he pointed out the window and he said um, to this, Sort of, we were overlooking an old stone building that was all falling apart and yeah. it was neglected. And he pointed to it and he said, they stopped believing. Can you help? And at that yeah. point, I woke up. <laughs> and, of course, the first thing I did was send an email off to Ming saying, what the heck does this mean? <laughs> I uh, love that. And you, and you emailed back saying, oh, you, you know, you probably, it's just that they want you to acknowledge or whatever. And I said, well, what am I supposed to be doing? What do I do next? And it's like, well, <laughs> basically, you've done what you need to, to do. You've, you've connected with them. You've contacted them. You've, you've identified um, that there's an issue. So just simply talking about the fact that these gods are here now to help us. But the interesting thing was I got looking at it afterwards. And so I, while I was sort of dreaming this, the name Loki kept coming up the dream Mm. Mm. and afterwards I started looking at what Loki was all about and of course he's a trickster but more than that he's the Norse adopted brother of Odin and in the Norse mythology Odin stood for the sacred and Loki stood for the profane basically everything that was not sacred and my life path at this point is to help people basically regain sovereignty over their own life so Mm. it to you know, connect with their authentic self, to stop looking at gurus from outside of themselves, mm-hmm. but to really look inside for their answers. And I thought that that was probably what Loki was trying to get me to do, was to basically stand in my own authenticity and help people stand in theirs. So I've taken that kind of message away from that. I love that. Yeah, I love that. I love, love, love that. That's awesome. And I had forgotten about that, actually, that, that for you <laughs> that's awesome it's, that's it's really not, awesome. not the nicest way of meeting sort of giants in your dreams <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of some of the experiences i have had that's awesome does um anybody have any questions for Anne? hi Anne. this is sarah again hi sarah hi I'm curious if you, you know, as I'm um, developing my own relationships with, I guess, beings of light, is there a a general, like, practice that you recommend? Or, I mean, I know there's not a one-size-fit-all thing, but in in turning toward opening up to... um, different beings, what is a what what is your uh, process? I think yeah, it's one of those questions that I seem to get asked most frequently when I do the readings is okay, now I've got this information, I know that there's a goddess or whatever sort of standing beside me ready to help me. How do I actually connect with them? How do I sort of develop that relationship? And I think the answer I'm gonna give probably won't necessarily satisfy everyone, but for me the way I connect 
really is by, number one, developing your intuition. For me, it all came through developing my intuition. And my intuition I developed through using the um, tarot cards, which to me, because I love the idea of the tarot cards being sort of um, stories that paint pictures that connect deeply with our right brain, which is all very creativity, very visualization, very intuition, they helped me sort of go deep and connect with my intuition. Um, so that's basically how I was able to do it. But that, again, is because my my authentic path is a path of a channeler, which is done through the metaphysical skill of cognizance. Now, for individuals, for everybody else, um, my suggestion would be to try to identify what your metaphysical learning style is. And there was something that I read just recently that talked about, you know, a really interesting way of being able to identify, one way of being able to identify your dominant metaphysical learning skill is to look around your room where you're sitting in right now and then close your eyes and then try to recall the details that you, that are in your room. Now, if you recall them visually, you're likely to be clairvoyant. If you recall the sounds that you hear, you're likely to be clairaudient. If you recall the senses, what you're feeling while you're sitting in the room, you're likely to be clairsentient. And if it sort of all comes to you as kind of a common sort of knowing, sense of knowing, then you're likely to be claircognizant, right? if that makes sense. So that would be the first place that I would start. Take a look at how you access the information. And then basically ask a question of who it is you're trying to connect with. Like I'll ask a question of the fairies, you know, how can I amp up my, my abundance? And then I'll try to sense what it is they're saying. And if I can't sense what it is they're saying, or if I don't get that download, I'll try writing that question and doing the spirit writing, because that's another way that it comes through for me. Other people, it could be taking a walk and just simply clearing your mind by being by going out into nature and then paying attention to what you see or what's drawing your attention while you're on the walk. And that will give you clues to, the, to answer the question that you ask. All right, so there, there are, there, those are just a couple of examples of ways of being able to connect. If somebody's really good at meditating, then ask the question and meditate on it, and that's another way of being able to. I don't know if that answers your question, but that's, that's, that's basically how I would do it. Yes, it does. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there any other, anybody else who has a question? I put your info in chat, Anne. Your oh, perfect. AnneVolander.com. And Anne's email is Anne at AnneVolander.com. Com. And I know you said you were going to give GBU members 15% off of ratings, right? Yes, yes. Um, I'll pass this information on to Jeanette. I don't know if she can post it somewhere, but for anybody who wants basically any of the services that I offer on my website, just use the code GVU in capital letters 15. So GVU15 when you order and you automatically get 15% off. I'm developing some new programs that I'm trying to put in place where I'm combining um, Reiki with tarot readings to help people identify and 
unblock something that may be stopping them from manifesting. So that's some programs that are going to be coming up in the near future. So check on my website um, or sign up for my newsletter uh, to keep yourself informed. That's awesome. Thank you, Anne. Well, if nobody else has anything other to share, we could call it a stop. I appreciate, Anne, you being on a call. Thank you for inviting me, Ming, and thank you, everyone, for being on the call, too. Those readings, I enjoyed them immensely, and I'm looking forward to speaking with you guys again. Yes, thank you, everyone, for being on the call today, and we'll see you in the forums. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.